So what are we doing, Danny? Uh, this is five songs or less. Five songs or less. Which, actually, I had a thought about. Um, hold on, l- let me table that for a second. You're Danny. I'm Dante. People should should know that. Um, five songs or less. I was thinking about the or less just like a couple hours ago when I was like showering, getting in my podcast mindset. Are you going to get grammar snobby on me and say it should be five songs or fewer? <laughs> no, I wasn't. Um, and actually, I believe AP has caved on that and they said that either is fine. Yeah. No, but what I was going to say is like say if, you know, by the second song I'm 100% in on this band. Does uh-huh. that mean so that's less than 5? Does that mean we just say fuck I off to the final I think it's just a clever three? name, man. I think it's just a, a silly name. It's got to be. We'll still if you uh if I like this band by the first song. Mhm. We could probably still talk about all five. Okay. <laughs> Otherwise, that would make for a potentially <laughs> short episode. Yeah, because I'm not going to like, oh shit, I like this band. I'm going to stop listening now. Four and a half songs. I'm not listening because I like this band now. Click <laughs> done. All I needed. <laughs> um, and also, you and I are both, I think, maybe not that agreeable. So mm-hmm. I, I don't think that's something we will have to worry about mm-hmm. happening anyway. Um, so the, the point of five songs or less is that, uh, Danny and I are going to attempt to, oh, I don't want to say convince cause that almost makes it seem like it's manipulative, but we're going to <laughs> give a crash course to a band that we enjoy, um, by sharing five songs that we think might, um, be a good in for the other. Is that kind yes. of a fair way to put it? Yes. This all started just a, a few days ago when we were talking about our kind of our musical and movie blind spots. Um, like we talked about how I guess we neither of us have seen The Godfather. Is that true, I, Danny? No. Well, I have, but I don't think I've seen all of it. I think okay. I fell asleep or it may have been in a film class. I can't remember. Gotcha. But I never went back. I never watched the other ones. Right. What was the other movie? There was another movie, too. Um, Dude, where's my car? I think you said you hadn't seen. <laughs> I have not seen that movie, but that was not the one that came up. I may have seen it in theaters <laughs> on my birthday. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, yeah. But yes, yeah, so, so, so we have these blind spots, and we were talking about <clears throat> kind of uh, what, like foundational type of bands, bands we know that are very important to people that we respect and admire, but for some reason we had never really given them the time yeah like i was genuine genuinely surprised as was my wife general genuinely surprised that you had never heard them before i mean i'm sure i had heard a a song or two at least not on purpose not on purpose i I couldn't name a song i think the thing i well should we get if we're going to start talking about this band should we just start talking about this band Uh, sure introduce yourself first introduce me okay so i am dante so well, okay. We I guess maybe we can say how we how we know each other. Yeah, we can um, do cause that because uh, beyond my name, there's nothing interesting about me. Um, <laughs> so, Danny and I met in 2007. At, Is that when uh, you started? That is when I started. It was February mm-hmm. 2007, I believe. Um, 
And yeah, we we worked at a record store together. Um, but yeah, so so we talked a lot about music, and and Danny shared a lot and turned me on to a lot of really good stuff. And and I think in turn he tolerated a lot of the stuff I said to him, which was nice. <laughs> um, yeah, I was gonna say Danny was extremely snobby. Yeah, but in a way that. Uh, at least to me, wasn't a turnoff. Like, I don't think I thought of you as snobby. I thought of you as um, wise. <laughs> so Wise old gray man back there. I don't think you, you were gray back then. <laughs> no, no, not yet. Um, okay, well, let's hop into this band then. Um, the band that I mentioned, knowing I, I probably should have should have heard a lot more of, but just for some reason never got around to it, was Wilco. And kind of the only thing I really knew about Wilco was the movie, um, the, the documentary about... <laughs> what's that? I don't know. I've just like movie, what movie about Wilco? But yeah, the documentary. Okay. Yeah. The, is it just called Yankee Hotel Foxtrot? Or? No, no. It's called I Am Trying to Break Your Heart. Oh, so I don't know much about the movie. I just know it exists. Yeah. I think I remember that it was like, it was reviewed on uh, Siskel and Ebert or Ebert and Ropert, or I'm, I'm not sure what the living pairing was at the time, but I yeah. think I remember it being reviewed on that and seeing that. Um, but yeah, didn't know anything about the band. Um, it Okay, boy, I, I really should have researched this. This is Jeff Tweedy, right? Uh, I don't. Is it not? Oh, oh, you're not showing me a picture. Yes, Jeff Tweedy is the singer of Wilco. <laughs> no, I don't have my printouts of, of Jeff. Tweedy. <laughs> I thought you were like going <laughs> to share your screen or something. <laughs> no. Yeah, this is Jeff Tweedy's band. So the other thing I know about Jeff Tweedy <clears throat> is that he was on Parks and Rec, which is one of my like all-time favorite shows. Um, so was Danny, he? I'm guessing by the look on, he was, yeah. He he took I'm over. Trying to remember Chris that Pratt episode. Left. Really? Um, he was <laughs> he was on a couple. He played the big music, not the music festival, but um, he he played at one of the festivals they put on. God, I do not remember Pawnee. that. Yeah, I can't remember what the name of their fake band was, but mm-hmm. he was like a huge influence to Chris Pratt's character Andy. And anyway, interesting. This will come up <laughs> later. Don't worry. <laughs> um. So yeah, that, that that's what I know about Wilco, right? Okay. Uh, I I can I I knew a lot of our our friends and coworkers at the record store liked them, um, and and that wasn't necessarily a turnoff, but I kind of associated it with a type of music that you and I have talked about before that I just assumed would be bland and <laughs> very appealing to a certain type of like emotionless white guy <laughs> like i kind of lumped them into that um i'm trying to think of who the bands that like we talked about but like um oh what is it uh teenage uh is it daydream what's that band teenage daydream no what teenage something it's okay sloan do you know the band sloan i do know the band sloan i've only heard a couple songs but yeah um but just these these bands that are like highly regarded and respected and i listen to them and just nothing like sticks out to me yeah and i think i threw wilco yola that. tango as you brought up the other yeah, day yola yola tango is a good one i'm gonna th- this might be a uh podcast faux pas but i'm going to search up this this teenage 
I, I don't know if I want to say the person's name, but uh, our we can cut fan it. club, teenage fan club. Oh, geez, yeah, I know who you're gonna say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but so you know that type of band where it's like, okay, this is like a lot of like mid tempo, like bar chords. Cool. Yeah, you're you're describing uh, uh, '90s indie rock. <laughs> I, I suppose so, but not the kind that I got into, because I, I do think I like a, a good deal of 90s yeah. indie rock, just not this particular brand. Yeah. Um, okay, so with with all of that okay. being said, um, look, I'll go down the, uh, the list of songs that you gave me. You gave me five songs to listen to. I listened to them in order. Yeah. Okay, let me... So, uh, I did give you five songs. I have been posting on my Facebook page uh for the past little while because a a sort of acquaintance friend a guy that i know on facebook had been doing it and i copied him um so i've been posting my favorite bands top five songs and i posted five songs and uh i had sent them to you i don't even remember why i sent a screenshot to you probably because i assumed you knew who wilco was and you had top top five songs (laughs) (laughs) um and so when we were talking about doing this, that's what kind of what gave me the idea of doing this or gave us the idea of doing this podcast was because I've been doing that and I had sent you this. And I'm like, what the, how have you never listened to Wilco before? Um, and so that's where it started. But I sent you the screenshot again. I was like, here's the songs and then realized, wait, these are my five favorite songs, but they're not necessarily the songs I would suggest to someone to listen to them for the first time. Because, so my top five favorite songs from Wilco are Art of Almost, at least when I posted this. It could change frequently. Art of Almost, Camera, Ashes of American Flags, Sunken Treasure, and Reservations. And Sunken Treasure and Reservations are, I like them a lot for personal reasons. Uh, I like the lyrics a lot. I think they're great. But I don't think I would suggest those two songs to anyone as oh you should listen to Wilco here's some really sad slow songs that you can listen to (laughs) with heartfelt sad lyrics um so I changed my list of uh songs that you should listen to also to actually no I'm using the same albums I only listened to three Wilco albums out of their like 10 that's fair uh because some of this stuff doesn't speak to me as much um but anyway, here are the Wilco songs I suggested to Dante to hopefully get him to potentially listen to this band more than once. Uh, heavy Metal Drummer, Art of Almost, I'm the Man Who Loves You, Monday, and Camera with a K. What'd you think, Dante? Um, I think you're correct. That, that wasn't, that's accurate. Those are the five songs I listened to. Um, and I listened to them twice. Except for one. Okay. Ooh, <laughs> I will, that bad, huh? I will say. Um, and how about we start with that song, Heavy Metal Drummer. Um, really? That... So I, I had just double checked. 
Um, if that was part of your original five that you sent me in the screenshot no. that you posted on Facebook, it was not. Um, I I can almost guarantee I would have loved one of those, uh, not love, but would have preferred one of those other three songs to Heavy Metal Drummer. Interesting. This was my least favorite of the five. Um, right off the bat, it kind of, it sounded... It seemed to me like a song that I needed to give a shit about the lyrics in order to like. And I did <laughs> you not. You have to be a Kiss fan. <laughs> you have to be a fan of Kiss. Um, <laughs> Which I am not. I fucking hate that band. Kiss? Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I don't think you need to be a Kiss uh, a Kiss fan to, to like this song. <laughs> Though, I did write, um, I would rather listen to whatever he- heavy metal bands he's singing about than this song. <laughs> Um, God, really? That's like, I feel like Heavy Metal Drummer is like their single off of that album, Yankee Hotel Foxtrot. I just feel like that's is it? That's the one. Yeah, well, I mean, I, I don't know if having that context would have changed anything for me. I, I don't think so. Well, um, yeah. It, yeah, it just, it, it, it was very, like like I said, kind of like boring, mid-tempo dad rock, and I, I didn't care about the lyrics. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, I could see the dad rock. It's definitely when I saw them. I saw them in Davis a few years ago, and uh, God, is that the one they closed with? I just remember when they played that band. It was a big, or when they played that song. I mean, uh, it was a big reaction. Hmm. But yeah, dad rock for sure. I mean, man. Like, look, like I could be wrong, but th- this is no. I, you're. <laughs> I, I like I said, this is the one I listened to only one time. You are, but that's okay. <laughs> Um, I, I can't even remember what the ending of the song is. I remember just kind of thinking like, oh, okay, that's nice. But that cool drum beat, maybe that was it. (laughs) Um, but I, I, yeah, just not excited to, to listen to it again. Uh, and I didn't. Um, and so, um, but I will say. They did not close with that song when I saw them. That was right smack in the middle. Well, almost in the middle. Okay, well, that's good. Probably easier anyway, to forget I'm about. about the set list. Yeah, totally. <laughs> um, but hey, let's let's go from uh, the lowest low to the highest high. Yeah. Um, second song. Okay. Art of Almost. started it i was like oh i i see we both fucked each other with seven minute songs (laughs) um and so like i was that i was a little hesitant about that but like Mm -hmm. two minutes in i was like oh this is already so much better than heavy metal drummer yeah um it's not it's not cutesy it's Mm -hmm. um yeah that's cutesy that's a good way of describing heavy metal drummer i think yeah, and and I don't know. I'm I'm sure cutesy does it for me. Sometimes, I just thought you were but... really into cutesy songs, Dante. <laughs> Can you name one example of that? Nope. <laughs> Coheed and Cambria. Uh, they yeah, they're adorable. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, yeah. Art of Almost is fucking great, right? It it was great. Yeah, it was my favorite of the five. Um, it reminded me, and this isn't always necessarily a, a compliment, but it reminded me a lot of some Flaming Lips songs, and that's another band you Ugh. could probably... Oh, you don't like them? No. Oh, okay. See, I, I would assume that's a, a Danny band. but No. Um, 
so they have an album called Embryonic that I mistakenly bought. Um, like, <laughs> yeah, that's a mistake. Five, five years ago, because they had this one song that was like, like pretty heavy and kind of dirty uh-huh. in a way uh-huh. that I really liked. And the rest of the album is not really that. But um, yeah. this kind of reminded me of that, like kind of experimental, like it gets a little electronic um, mm-hmm. and, and just like a little grimy in a way that I really yeah. liked. And he sounds um, like he sounds sad, but not in a mm-hmm. way that bogs the song down, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and that's what I like. I want <laughs> I don't want happiness, um, but I also don't want it to be like a bummer. Um, yeah. It, there was... I, there was another song I thought this about a little bit too. Um, actually, heavy metal drummer has like some Radiohead like bleeps and blurps or something. Yeah. yeah. Um, but without the interesting context of a Radiohead <clears> song. <throat> um, but Art of Almost kind of had a little bit of that as well. Um, yeah, definitely. You know, I would listen to that song again. And then the last two minutes of that song, how it kind of, you know, has that like coda or whatever you want to call it, um, was very good, very unexpected. I, I did not mm-hmm. think this was a song that Wilco had in them. Oh yeah. They've got some some kind of longer epic songs with some shredding. Especially the later albums. Um a guy the guitarist Nels Klein joined the band. Uh and he's the fucking amazing guitar player. Um I don't know if I could think of five songs i'd have to like research five songs to get you to like him but you should just listen to him um (laughs) he does like lots of cool like shredding stuff and like some improvisational jazz type stuff and he's all over the place but he's great he's been a great addition to the band um there's some other songs on a couple other of the earlier albums uh ghost is born and I can't remember the name. Those are, those are the ones I don't really listen to. Oh, Sky Blue Sky. Um, I don't listen to those as much, but he's got some songs on there that he, his addition to the band definitely brought in a whole different kind of feeling, which is which is awesome. And uh, I feel like Art of Almost is the one where he kind of like took control of that. And I love it. It's great. No, so is that from a more recent album, Art of Almost? Yeah, sort of more recent. They've had two, I think, since then. Okay. Um, but around when I saw them, when did I see them? This was in 2012. So that's when that album came out, around 2012. Okay. Um, and <clears throat> I always would listen to the Wilco albums when they came out. But the three, there was... Um, a Ghost is Born, Sky Blue Sky, and um, Wilco the Album. None of those really spoke to me very much. I didn't really care for them. But I would still, every time they came out with a new album, I would still listen to it because I love Jeff Tweedy. I think he's a great songwriter. And Yankee Hotel Foxtrot is an all-timer for me. Um, so when uh, The Whole Love came out, I don't think I'd listen to any of the singles or anything. But I, that's the first song on the album. Uh, and I was just like blown away immediately uh, by the guitar playing, the songwriting, all of it was great. Um, so yeah, and then then following two albums, I think there's been two since then. I haven't really spent much time with. I think I own one of them. 
So as far as you know, they haven't really, like, is Art of Almost kind of a, oh, like, they they did that type of song and they haven't really gone back to it? It's not like a, more of a staple Um, of their sound? I haven't spent enough time with the other albums to to really know, Um, but I know, let me, I sent my top five to a mutual friend who, uh, oh, they've had three since then. Got it. By the way, just for anyone interested, any anytime Danny says mutual friend, that means uh, his friend that I also know. <laughs> but I would say any any mutual friend of ours is ninety eight percent your friend. Uh, yeah, I can think of one that is more yours than mine. Uh, I'm sure you know who I'm talking sure, about. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, more epic songs. I think impossible, impossible Germany. Is another one of those. Oh, you know what? So uh, I, I was listening to this on Spotify. And mm-hmm. when a song ends, just another random song from that band plays. And so Impossible yeah, Germany that. actually came on. And I was oh, kind of yeah. digging like the first minute of it. But then when like mm-hmm. the, the verses started and the, the vocals mm-hmm. came in, I didn't like it as much. Because it was yeah. kind of back to the like lo-fi, you know, folk style. Um, yeah, but like the way I'm that into that album. No, well, so I, I kind of cut out. Yeah, Impossible Germany at that point. But all right, so the third song you recommended was "I'm the Man Who Loves You." First, my immediate thought when I played this song was, uh-oh, it's the track after Heavy Metal Drummer on that album. <laughs> <laughs> and then... They can't do two cutesy ones in a row. <laughs> That's true. <clears throat> and then about 15 seconds into the track, I went, uh-oh, it's this guy's first time playing guitar. Because... <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> it's just like the... It's, it's like the type of guitar playing that back in like the 50s would have just like absolutely like melted a teenager's face but like oh my god now, i gotta listen to this real quick Hold yeah on. please <laughs> that like sliding thing no no wait wait like 20 seconds or so oh but yeah this <laughs> Okay, yeah. I, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah. He got back from his first guitar lesson, and he is yeah. ready. Like, um, hey, that note sounds really good. <laughs> it's almost a tenacious D joke. Um, yeah, yeah. And then, so actually, so you said that they couldn't put two cute tracks together, but literally my next note is... It, it kind of is. Is the whole selling point of this album that it's cute? No. <laughs> and and well, that but that's also okay. Like I think charm. Maybe that's maybe that's my mistake. Maybe I should have just left it with my uh, top five, and you could listen to them sad, sad, sappy songs. Yeah, man. You you know I'm a sad sack. I know. Um, I know. About about halfway through the song, and I, I think there's a solo, and I did listen to mm. this twice, and the fact that I cannot remember, I think, says something. Mm. Um, I, I just I kind of spaced out. Yeah, you know, like like through the song, um, it's for sure better than heavy metal drummer. Um, okay, and, and and with this song, I will say I get the appeal. 
Like I got the appeal yeah. of this song, even if it's not for me. Um, and I might, it might be like, I'll give it another chance. But like with heavy metal drummer, Alice just like, I, I don't get it at all. Like I got it with <laughs> I'm the man who loves you. Um, it was also like almost a little Be- Beatles ish. If that's okay. Yeah. I, that's probably blasphemy to like everybody, but, um, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I don't know if that's a, a good or a bad thing for you. Like to be honest, I don't. No, really I mean, Beatles are fine. About the I'm Beatles. not like, I'm not one of those guys that's like, fuck the Beatles. I'm contrary to everything, and I'm not one of those guys that worships the Beatles. I just think they're they're good. Okay, yeah, I, I'm I'm pretty much the same. Like, I can absolutely recognize that they were amazing songwriters, and yes, um, yeah, a, a lot of things. I'll put them on not... sometimes and listen to them, but I'm not like, sure. I gotta own the one record that has the the picture with the baby parts on it or whatever i don't know if you know what i'm talking about no that's never mind oh (laughs) (laughs) not those well these are baby dolls but yeah maybe. oh okay um to be honest like i said i i did not like actively dislike this song but it didn't like hold my attention uh, as Mm -hmm. much um Mm -hmm. i i kind of like that you know even though i made fun of that beginning guitar part yeah. Like, okay, so so here here's another um comparison that I think is somewhat apt, but there there is a difference for me. They do some stuff in a similar way that Modest Mouse would, I think. Yeah. Mhm. But with Modest Mouse, like when they get weird and almost like intentionally bad or simple guitar or whatever. Mhm. I eat up all the charm of it. I like. I love it. Uh, I, I love Modest Mouse. I love Isaac Brock. Um, yeah. And so maybe like I don't think obviously these two bands are like exclusive. Like you can't like both. I'm sure a lot of people love both. But m- maybe like I I don't know. Like whatever Brock has in them that um, I'm hearing in those weird parts of his songs, which is mm-hmm. <laughs> most of them. Um, yes, I, I'm just yeah. not hearing in from Tweety, and so I, I guess I'm just not making that connection. Um, yeah, but, yeah. What do you think about that comparison? No, I think that's good. I mean, uh, they're definitely in the same graduating class. <laughs> sure, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, if you will. <laughs> uh, Wilco and Modest Mouse. Modest Mouse is definitely the weirder of the two, and Wilco tries to do that sometimes. <clears throat> um, especially this album and kind of the, some of the later ones too. Um, and especially once they got Nels Klein uh, into the band doing some weird guitar stuff too. So was he um, there, Johnny Marr? I mean, he didn't make the band bad. Oh. <laughs> I like um, <laughs> We Were Dead. I like that album. I've, I've not listened to it really. I've okay. sort of listened to it, but... Um, um, just the songs that I've heard weren't really good. I kind of sure. only like uh, "Good News," "Free People Have Bad News," and uh, the other one that I like, the um, earlier one. So there's two more that you are supposed to like, which is Lonesome "Oh, there is." Hold on, West. hold on. I'm okay. pulling up. <laughs> Sorry, the old and the moon in Antarctica is yeah. great. Yes, and my absolute favorite is 
this is absolute favorite that I can't remember the name of. <laughs> Do you want me to tell you what <laughs> it is? This is a long drive for someone with nothing to think about. Wait a minute. You don't like Lonesome Crowded West? I haven't really listened to it. I think I listened to it like I listened to part of it once and that's about it. Huh. <laughs> 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 I'm just curious like like how do you skip that one? Like I like I totally understand if you don't listen to anything after Good News. But like how did you skip cuz like it's right in between other albums you like? Because uh I did not listen to these in any order whatsoever. This was oh. me downloading random songs off Napster in the late <laughs> 90s early 2000s. Okay. Um I don't think I even downloaded that one. I downloaded Building Nothing Out of Something. Uh, the EP, I think it's an EP. No, that's an album. Um, but I downloaded that one and listened to that one a bit, and it was okay. But the songs the songs that I downloaded off of Moon in Antarctica and This is a Long Drive, blah, 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 those are the ones that I like the most. Fair. And then later I've gone back to the other stuff, and I was just like, well, this is good, whatever. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, exactly. You get to a point with every band where it's like, even if like another album that you haven't heard is objectively as good or better, you're like, nope, I, I have filled my Modest Mouse quota. I just yeah. don't need any more. Especially with the band with that big of a catalog. Right. Uh, same thing with Wilco. They have, you know, a shit ton of albums. And where do you start and end? Um, you, you end with Heavy Metal Drummer. <laughs> They have 14 albums. Well, it, this is counting the Billy Bragg album, which I wouldn't count. So 13 albums. Yeah, there's just too many. You start with Yankee Hotel Foxtrot like I did. Um, okay. Anyway, yeah, I could see the comparison to Modest Mouse for sure. So the, uh, the, the fourth song that you recommended was Monday. All right. I want maybe you can pull this up because the first time I listened to the song, mm-hmm. my first thought was, "What ACDC song does this remind me of?" And that is not something I expected to think about when listening to Wilco. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever. Uh... So the first like six seconds of the song is kind of like. Uh, I don't know, it's kind of like, uh, like a swell. It's like the guitar is swelling in or something. Yeah, it? that riff. Yeah. It does, it, that's... I don't want to get uh, banned from whatever we put this podcast on. Um, well, it, I, that does have a very ACDC uh, sound, the play, riff and, the, and even the tone. Will you play the first, like, 15 seconds of Money Talks? Money talks. Okay. ACDC. I don't know enough about ACDC. Here we go. Okay. I do know this song. Okay. 
Okay. Yeah, I could I could hear the the resemblance. Hear it a little bit, and that yeah. that's kind of um, <clears throat> clearly not the same genre as ACDC, but it does kind of speak to the at least in these. Well, I'll say in these four songs, not including Art of Almost, the his like style of guitar playing and songwriting, which is just like mm-hmm. chords, um, <laughs> which is fine, <laughs> but uh, it's just very like. I don't know, kind of, kind of simple, straight ahead, like American rock and roll. Um, yes. This, the song kind of turns into like a John Cougar Mellencamp type of song, uh-huh. you know? Yeah. Um, yes. And so, yeah, it's kind of story storytelling a little bit, but in a way that like uh, doesn't suck, like heavy metal drummer. Um, <laughs> I, I, I like this song. I, I kind of liked that this was almost like the third style of song that yeah. I listened to in these first four. Um, mm-hmm. my, my, I think my issue with Wilco, because I think there's a lot of depth there, is I don't know what their, and this is a very obnoxious thing I'm about to say, I don't know like what their soul or identity is as a band. And, okay. and maybe that's, maybe they don't necessarily, I don't say they don't have one, but they, they like to sound different album to album or song to song and that's great i respect bands that you know aren't always staying you know they're like the foo fighters are never they're always going to be exactly the foo fighters right yes Um, yes they absolutely are (laughs) and (laughs) and and so i respect that wilco's not doing that but i also kind of don't know like okay is this a departure in what way is it a departure you know like i don't even know where Uh the, the baseline is um but but I thought it was an, an interesting song. Again, and this is a, a Dante problem, not a Wilco problem. <laughs> Lyrics just mean so little to me. And I feel like in songwriting like this, where the music is often just a a bed for the lyrics, right? So, so, so yeah, Dante uh, does not care about lyrics at all. He's a riff man through and <laughs> <What>? through. <laughs> oh, that sounds terrible. If you describe someone as a riff man, that person yep. sucks. Yep. Um, that's he cares about I, riffs. He cares about tone, lyrics. Riffs and chicks, <laughs> man. Um, <laughs> I feel... What, what's that band, uh, the Fabulous Thunderbirds? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's that's the type of band for someone who says, I just want me some riffs. And they listen to You know to who, like, else, who else is a band like that? Who's that? ACDC. That's fair. <laughs> well, does it but, does it sound different? Because I I leaned in to make that that ridiculous <laughs> joke. I leaned into the microphone to say ACDC. I didn't notice uh, you know, the, <laughs> how dynamic your voice had gotten. Um, I'm sure the the that joke will hit harder um, for the audience. Yeah, I'll put some some reverb or something on it. Okay. <laughs> um, then. See, this sucks because I feel like all my notes are like negative and I and I am not trying to be negative, but I do like They're not all negative. You've had some, some okay. plenty of good things to say. Okay, so good. This I, is I'm off glad you of, feel that way. This is off of Wilco's second album being there. Um Jeff Tweedy and Wilco started off as kind of an alt country country type band. I believe and Maybe people will kill me for saying this. I don't. I, he was either in. He was somehow affiliated with Whiskey Town, Ryan Adams' old band, or 
Uncle Tupelo. I know he was involved with Uncle Tupelo. Was he involved with Whiskey Town? Don't quote me on that. <laughs> I, I can Tupelo, also confirm the absolutely. Uncle Tupelo because I went through a Sunvolt stage in college. Ah, so okay, yeah. It, so you're familiar nugget. with this kind of genre, then at least their early stuff. Yeah, that's that's fair. Okay, so their their first album is very much in that same vein. Uh, and AM is very like kind of country rock, and this one I, they. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd have to agree that they kind of, I don't know if they're actively choosing a different genre each time they put out an album or each time Jeff, Re- Jeff Tweedy starts writing new songs or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's like the country album, the country rock album, and then Summer Teeth is kind of like their 90s indie rock kind of album sort of pop. I don't know. I never, I haven't listened to that one that very much. But yeah, they kind of go through different phases. Um, and that's kind of why I wanted to give a song. I almost gave you two songs off of being there. Um, out of Sight, Out of Mind was another great one. The one right after Monday. Because um, yeah, this is much more of like a rock album. A, a dad rock album. I'm sure if I played this one for my for my dad, he'd probably really like it. Maybe. <laughs> well, that's um, good, right? Yeah, it is good. Um, so yeah, it's, it's definitely a, a different feel than anything off of Yankee Hotel Foxtrot, which I gave you the most songs off of cause it's my favorite. If you, if you had given me a second song off this album, what song would it have replaced? Or can, do you know? Oh, Ooh. Um, probably one of the ones off of Yankee Hotel Foxtrot. Um, Probably I'm the man who loves you because okay. it's a little too close to heavy metal drummer as far as poppiness goes. Sure. Yeah, probably I'm because I really like this on camera. The next, the next one. Should should we get into camera then? I need a camera. So yeah, I, I'm glad. Um, I'm glad you included camera. It was my second favorite behind Art of Almost. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, this is very simplistic, but I feel like there's there's hooks in this song. There's there's yeah. kind of more to latch onto, um, and this is a song that definitely like my enjoyment of it increased the most between my first and second listening. Like listening okay. to it for a second time, it became much more of an, an interesting song and I just liked it a lot more. Um, it's, it still doesn't touch art of almost. I feel like that song mm-hmm. like is almost from a different band. Um, yes. Out of these five songs. But um, yeah, th- there's a little more like push and pull tension and release in camera than there is in I'm the man who loves you or heavy metal drummer, which is all kind of like, I, those songs are kind of like flat to me, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I really dug this song, and it uh, it sounds like a song that would play like it would bridge the end of a movie montage um, and like the start <laughs> of the next act. Like I yeah, I, I don't know that that helps anybody's understanding of the song or if it uh, <laughs> describes how I felt felt about it, but um, that's kind of what I was picturing 
while while I was listening to this and and yeah, like th- this is just a a straight up good song. Yeah. It is a great song. I love it. There's an alternate version uh of it that is currently available on Alpha Mike Foxtrot oh, no. rarities. Thank you. You're, yeah. In the when Yankee Oto Foxtrot came out uh, a little while after that, I don't remember exactly how long after it was, but um, they released a digital EP, and you had to um, put in your email address and the um, the catalog number off of the side of the CD in order to download it and it had it had like five songs and camera this alternate version of camera was one of them and i feel like i prefer the alternate version but that might just be like the snooty snob in me being like actually i prefer the the harder to find version (laughs) right the is Um, it but is it like tangibly different like is it a yes okay i mean it's basically the same song it's just god it's been so fucking long I'm going to play it real quick. They spell it the correct way with a C instead of a K. Oh. Just so you know the difference. So yeah, I don't know if you can hear that. Yeah, I can. It's almost like they took the same vocal track and just put it behind a different guitar setup or something like that. But anyway, I always kind of like that one better, but again, I that might just be me being a fucking small snobby asshole. Well, if um if it was an alternate track of like I'm the man who loves you or the metal <laughs> drummer, I would probably say who cares, but uh I liked the song and I think I would I would check out the other version. Yeah. Um okay, so what are your final thoughts on Wilco, Dante? Are you going to listen to them again, ever? I will for Except sure. Except for the song Heavy Metal Drummer. <laughs> I will for sure listen to Art of Almost again. Um, yeah. You should I, listen to that whole album. I know I only gave you one song off of that, but that album yeah, is I, really good. Okay, and th- that's the first track off that album, right? Yeah, yeah. So it starts strong, man. It, it really does, yeah. Um, so I will definitely listen to that song again. I I'll listen to camera again. The other three I don't know mm-hmm. that I would go back to. Um, what I really liked about doing this is I kind of had assumptions of what Wilco was, and maybe more importantly, what a Wilco fan was, and kind of like what that <laughs> maybe said about <laughs> a person. And so the, and so now if someone tells me they really like Wilco. I at least have a better idea of why, and I can kind of not to judge an entire person's humanity based on one um, band they like, but that th- this helps give me some contact context, and I can you know understand why someone likes that band and and what that might you know kind of say about them in a very narrow scope, of course. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, they're if they were always writing songs from the baseline of Art of Almost, I think this is a band I would really be into. The fact that their their style can change quite a bit, um, though Art of Almost is probably on the heavier end of the spectrum, or maybe the darker 
end of the spectrum. Is that fair to say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I mean, darker, um, more experimental. Yeah. So it being that most of their stuff is on the yeah less experimental, like more straight ahead. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jangly rock and roll. It's it's not necessarily my type of music, but um, mm-hmm. I, I definitely respect them as songwriters and, and I mean Jeff Tweedy even though I've never really listened to Wilco I've known Jeff Tweedy as a legend for for quite yeah. a while um, so so yeah pr- probably you know they're not going to be um, I'm not going to be posting about them as one of my favorite bands on Facebook um, but I <laughs> won't make... barely post on Facebook as it is That's maybe true. you'll post the song Art of Almost you know what I will consider that's all you that. ever do on Facebook that's yeah that's all I care to do anymore <laughs> so uh, yeah, you should watch the movie, the uh, the documentary. Okay, it's really good. Gives you a glimpse into making of Yankee Otto Foxtrot and their original lead guitarist, who unfortunately passed away, um, and kind of the downfall of that version of the band. Also, that was kind of the end of that version. Oh well, um, and you kind of see that happen in the documentary. It's interesting, um, but yeah, it's really good. And maybe check out the if you if you feel like it. Check out the sad sappy songs, uh, reservations, and uh, sunken treasure. Um, those ones are really great songs too. And maybe the side of Wilco that I didn't share with you. So actually, I kind of yeah, I kind of really didn't. I went. Maybe I'll keep this in mind for future episodes. I went pretty like poppy. <laughs> Wait, do you think of me as like a just a big pop? I didn't guy? give you. I, I did. I guess I do. And it's weird because like when people ask me to recommend music, I'm usually like thinking, well, what's the most popular song of this band? Right. What's the most accessible version of this band? Rather than like. This song's sad and slow. Right, because you don't want to turn them off. Yeah, exactly. I don't right want to be like, this song sounds like depressing. I don't want to listen to this. I want to listen to Heavy Metal Drummer. Yeah, uh, but that's oof. I know. I went the wrong way. <laughs> I misjudged you. Um, well, for, what an ironic title um, for, for me to just dislike right off the bat. Like, I like metal. What, heavy metal uh, drummer? Yeah, I like metal. <laughs> you do. I, I'm sitting in, in front of a drum set. Um, yes. And You're wearing uh, an Alcest shirt. That's true, yeah. Um, yeah, well, it's okay. We're learning. We're learning together. We're learning about each other. Like I, I believe yes. you said, uh, when talking about how this might go, <laughs> lovers fumbling in the dark. So <laughs> another Blink One Fifty Five reference. Thank you. Ah, fuck! Is it? I didn't know that. <laughs> delete, delete, delete. Uh, All right. Well, hey, um, you should be uh, you should be appreciative of the pod. I feel like it's brought brought us closer together. No, I'm very appreciative of the pod, but you asshole. If if, <laughs> if we like wrote a song together, we wouldn't like start singing about how this part was inspired by another band like you know what i'm saying 
there's breaks every like minute or so, 30 seconds or so. And this is where I say, this is the ACDC part. Yeah, it's we funny because I wouldn't have an ACDC part. Well, then stop writing lyrics about your balls. I know. I know. Um, anyway, that's the end, huh? Is that the end? Okay. Can I... I think so. All right. Unless you have more to say about Wilco or, or Jeff Tweedy's genius. Um, watch Parks and Rec. It is a delightfully bright, sunny, optimistic, but hilarious show. Yeah. Hey, thanks, everybody. I hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back next time where Dante gives me a band to listen to, and I probably tear them apart because they're so poppy. It's true. Because you love also, you love poppy music so much, and that's, that's why right. I gave you poppy Wilco songs. Exactly. You, you have poppy sellout. Also, Danny does not speak for me. Uh, it does not affect me one way or the other if you enjoyed this or not. <laughs> uh, all right. Thanks, everyone. Bye. Thanks, Dante. Bye. our podcast called i thought it was called five seconds or less or wait fuck five, five seconds five, five, sec- songs. five seconds of summer the podcast the podcast where we talk about every five seconds of summer song we could do them i've never heard that i've never heard them uh, yeah, before that might be what i give you <laughs> next week or month yeah or however well you would have had you'll you'll have to know which songs to pick though that's true yeah, yeah. i uh this is Never mind. I don't. I don't know that I, we should get in our personal background. I was going to say because of my career, I have access to people who may be fans. Ooh, you know, see? but that's good. I, I don't know how much I I want or need. Most to of the away. people I work with are considerably older than me, so I don't think they would know who it is. Older than you? Y- yeah, I know. Surprising, right? You see all this gray. <laughs> <laughs>